welcome to WHM Mailbag. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside Eric Siska and Steven Sadek. Uh, we're reading some letters. Some letters that people write in. Uh, these are people who are fans of the show. And Steve Sadek, you have the first one. Yeah, we're kind of continuing the Valentine's theme from last week. Ooh. Last month, I apologize. <laughs> Worst movie date ever. Now we enjoy these emails. Hi, Love guys. Uh, you have a great podcast. Well, I really thank you. I really enjoy listening to the episodes on my commute and uh, especially enjoy the mailbag episodes. Uh, for hindsight is 2020 context. This guy was an asshole and I foolishly held out hope that it would work, uh, that it would work out between us. I, w- I was at his house for a third or fourth date and he wanted to make me dinner and watch a specific movie I'd never seen. He insisted I would love it. It had great music, fantastic acting, and direction, mm-hmm. and won lots of awards. Sounds like a fun movie to watch. Now, although, let's keep in mind, the last time we had a mailbag writer call in about mm. lots of awards, people were accidentally making out to Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, we're getting close. Uh, the movie was <laughs> Requiem for a Dream. Oh, God. Good which Lord. I had heard of uh, but didn't know anything about other than it was good, so I agreed to watch it. It was a powerful movie, uh, but he kept trying to cuddle and put the moves on me while we were watching it. Drug addicts writhing in misery, lots of screaming, and ass to ass didn't exactly set the mood. (laughs) Uh, After it was over, I I was feeling sad and emotionally affected by the film. Uh, he tried one time to one more time to get busy, but I said, "Actually, I think I just want to leave." Uh, I went home and went to bed, reflecting on what I just experienced. Uh, I couldn't understand why he thought *Requiem for a Dream* was a good makeout movie. Uh, it was then I realized it wouldn't work out, and I never saw him again. I learned a lesson to not trust movie recommendations from people I didn't know well, especially in a date situation. Cheers, Stephanie. Yikes. That's yeah. a that's a tough movie. I mean, here's the thing. I wonder if one this dude had actually seen the picture beforehand. That's a good question. Cuz it be- seems like it could have been like, "Oh, I I heard this was good, the- so I'll tell her." I can't imagine ever wanting to wa- especially if you have sexy intentions, you right. know, like mm-hmm. that's pick, not pick- the movie to put on. Pick something lighthearted. Mm-hmm. Put on Weekend at Bernie's 2 like the rest of us and just get, get with get it. Get yourself a Dane <laughs> Cook movie. You want Whoa. a Dane, you want a Dane what? Cook cuz you don't want to watch the movie, Eric. It's oh, like, oh, right. this is nonsense. Oh, wait, right. employee of the month? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, man. What's that movie he did with Kevin Costner, Mr. Brooks? Oh, man. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I heard, it's, I, heard it, I heard it won a lot of awards. <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, the music's good. Man. Eek. Yeah. I, co- I, uh, in college, we, we had to watch it. We didn't have to watch it. Uh, we read the book and then uh, did the movie afterwards because it was kind of it was a little bit like like we're doing this in college okay you know what I mean like I <laughs> oh guess, like a book to film comparison yeah well it was like I we, took a whole class on that about Stanley Kubrick movies no it was it was an English class uh-huh. and she was like ah we don't have time to read the book let's just watch the movie and I'm like oh, oh. wait so what was it for for it was an English class it was it was uh, what was, what the, was the movie oh Requiem for a Dream oh really what? yeah it was, <laughs> what? It was, we, were, we didn't well, did have time. Did she, they try to cuddle? <laughs> she was going through the, the the syllabus and like Hubert Selby was on there, and she's like, ah, "I don't have time. Let's just let's just throw on the movie." And then like this one this one girl in the class got so emotionally affected and so upset. Yeah, it set the tone for the whole day. Like the whole conversation afterwards was just like, 
I just can we just call it cut? Oh, like, let's just call. That, let's just let's, let's just say we made a mistake here and move backwards. That is a watch it at hey kids, watch it at home, and mm-hmm. we'll come in and talk about it. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't yeah. show it in class. The group setting thing. I mean, I saw it in theaters with Chris Cabin. That's just the life I led. <laughs> Did he yeah. try to cuddle? <laughs> Surprisingly, no. But, uh, you know, Chris Cabin gets very handsy at the movies. Uh, bad last date movie, I believe is what I'm reading. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> gents, in 2007, I was getting ready to head off to college. I'd planned a nice last date with a girl I'd been seeing on and off throughout high school. I figured that since she wouldn't be seeing me again, this was probably a pretty good chance for me to get laid. So I had a nice evening laid out Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's an accident but i'll allow it uh i had my house to myself and i figured i would cook her a nice meal show her a fun movie is this the opposite end of the email we just read is he going to talk about requiem for a dream i i I mean uh, you never know (laughs) he just goes on and he's like and then she left she broke up with me (laughs) guys can you believe it (laughs) he's so amazing i would love that if that happened somehow this is my favorite sentence in this email dinner went Pretty well. <laughs> it wasn't great. You know, did, here's the thing. Did he pull a Karate Kid Part 3? Did he give her macaroni and cheese? And she, when he was like, hey, on a scale of 1 to 10, I give this an 11! <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe he did the trick where he went out and he bought a bunch of Boston Market and then put it on plates and passed it off as a homemade <laughs> meal like those commercials claim you can do. <laughs> you certainly cannot. Dude, and you, you give me Boston Market chicken, I know from bite one I'm eating fraud. Hey, why is this? Uh, I know you put these mashed potatoes on a plate, but why are they still kind of in a cube? Um, <laughs> and you call them steam hams, even though they are obviously grilled. Uh, I'm from Aurora Borealis. At this time of year, at this part of the country, localized <laughs> entirely within your kitchen. Yes. Can I see it? No. Uh, she seemed generally into me. Then it was time to pick a movie. See, now here's a problem. You pick that movie up front, or at least like one with a couple of standbys. Yeah, like, oh, not got... it's time to pick the movie. This is when you get out your deck of Dane Cook movies. Which <laughs> one do you want to watch? Oh, wait, actually, so here, I'd set out a couple of movies I'd gotten from Netflix and let her pick one. Uh-huh. One caught her eye. What's this, she asked. Requiem for a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm turning the page here. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I think it's a Korean kung fu movie. I don't know much about it, but it's supposed to have a pretty sweet hammer fight in it. Oh, no. The movie was old boy. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Uh, I guess not the Spike Lee remake. Um, I'm not sure we could have picked a worse movie, short of Serbian film or Cannibal Holocaust, maybe. Uh, Among the reasons why it was a bad choice... She was very protective of animals and didn't like seeing them mistreated. So watching a dude eat a live octopus was pretty hard for her. Mm-hmm. She I'm, was racist against Koreans. That was a big problem. Big problem. <laughs> so she kept saying all sorts of slurs. Turned out she was from North Korea. That was surprising. Uh, another reason, I'm sensitive to dental trauma and therefore squealed like a little girl during the hammer interrogation scene. Okay. Uh, we don't really understand Korean culture, so most of the parts that weren't actively upsetting were really confusing. Incest isn't sexy. No, nope. well, that's, that's a that's given. That's for sure in the end. Also, by the way, just the other thing about we really don't understand Korean culture. Let me tell you, first of all, in Korea, 
it's not customary to lock a dude in a room for years. Oh, really? That's part of the movie. It turns I thought out. that that was the political system. That's how they elected a new president. Didn't that make <laughs> who can stay in the room the longest? Is that what? What was it? Chris Angel was running for. <laughs> It was him versus David Blaine. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, man. That would be great if... if uh, I know that we already remade Old Boy and nobody saw it. No one should. Um, <laughs> but if you remade that with a magician that just loved the scenario, like, oh, this is great, man. You wouldn't have a movie, though. He'd break out. That's <laughs> yeah, the that's whole point. Tr- yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Let's, let's continue on here. We spent the next two hours watching in increasing horror. At the end, we were staring at the TV just sort of in shock. So, um, I guess I'll take you home. I was too shocked to keep trying for sex. <laughs> How many times did he try? Well, if he was anything like the last guy all throughout this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah she says. Can I see you when I come back for the holidays? She just shrugged. The car ride yikes. home was... Yeah, yikes indeed. That's not good. The car ride home was stupefying in its breathtaking awkwardness. That is a great sentence. Uh, we did eventually patch things up and even got married. Wow, good for you. Um, the old boy incident, as we called it, weirdly bonded us together. We'd already had the worst possible date, so things kind of could only get better. Keep hating, Lawrence. I think you could have a... T- I, I actually had a totally fine date watching old boy. You just gotta be in a weird couple. <laughs> That's the move, man. I mean, listen, I think these last two emails, it just, it really shows... Dudes and ladies trying to impress people no. with movie selections or have, uh, you know, ulterior motives when it comes to movie selection. You have to pre-screen these titles. Yes, you do. You can't just leave old boy out on the <laughs> counter. You have to obsessively watch movies until you find the perfect one. <laughs> and you get your your go-to movie for uh, getting it, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Right? And then you just pull it out every time. I think it's a Mr. <laughs> for me, it's Mr. Saturday Night with Billy Crystal. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. That works say, every time. Kindergarten cop. <laughs> you cut down on all the <laughs> drama that Mr. Saturday Night has towards the end of it. <laughs> yeah, that movie gets pretty sad. <laughs> That's it. Now you got a shoulder to cry on, man. No, no. I always liked uh, Menace to Society. <laughs> Interesting choice. <laughs> It's gritty, just like my love. <laughs> All right. All right. So this next email is called <clears throat> Evil Jerk. <laughs> Surprisingly not about one of us. Oh. Yeah, we'll read it. <laughs> hey, guys. Love the show. Recent stories shared on the mailbag reminded me of an experience I had a few years ago. My band was on tour at the time, and we had some downtime before a show in Baltimore. After loading our gear, we decided to head to the nearby theater to catch the Evil Dead remake. We're all big fans of horror movies, so we were excited to see it. I'll just say I don't hate that movie. I will just say I didn't watch that movie. I kept meaning I saw to watch it, it and never did. Yeah, but it, I did watch every episode of Ash vs. Evil Dead. I got to catch up. Great, I was liking great it so show. much. Yeah, digging it. Is, there, right. is there a Bruce Campbell cameo in the movie? No, not at all. Not I even th- like he's a... in the end credits or something. Oh, is he? I don't really I think remember. There was some something like. Well, that. it's weird because there's an Ash in the movie and it's played by a woman. Oh, uh, that's something. Yeah. Hey, that's something. The previews were just starting when we sat down and I had a borderline emergency bathroom scenario. Oh, 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 oh my God, dude, take care of it. Take care of it right now. He says it needed to be taken care of. So this is a smart man. There you go. You you know, business calls, 
business does. <laughs> After I got to the bathroom stall and finished my business, there you go, I heard a peculiar sound of a windbreaker moving at a rapid pace. Uh, as I was about to flush and pull my pants up, I peeked through the crack in the stall door. To my horror, I saw an older gentleman going to fucking town on himself at the urinal. Oh, no. I quickly moved my head and thought, there's no way this dude is jerking off. <laughs> I took another look through the stall crack, and this time he's staring directly at my stall. Dude, this is straight out of a horror movie. Is this from that movie Green Room? So Because he's, he's a band. Maybe, maybe it's about Patrick Stewart jerking off, and Anton Yelkin's like, ew. There's a deleted scene in my movie where I'm jerking off in that's, a public urinal. That's the inciting incident. And then like he's like, <laughs> we have to kill them all. <laughs> they have to saw me. Get him and his friends immediately, Mr. Data. <laughs> I can't wait to see that movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So to catch everyone up, this guy, <laughs> this guy's now look like, I'm thinking, was he looking at him taking a shit? Like was, was he looking and jerking though, or did this, he stop okay, jerking look, to look? All right. Well, let me. You, you guys got excited. Let me read the whole sentence, yeah, and that'll answer your question. Ooh. I took another look through the stall crack, and this time, he's staring directly at my stall while he's going to pound town. Okay. Oh, no. So he's beating it with some fury now. Watching this guy, look <sighs> at him. I was God. absolutely terrified. I had no idea how to handle. The situation. I let out a big grunting noise to alert the dude to my presence, but it only made that's him not, go. Yeah, that's not going to help anything. Like, if he's yeah. looking at you, grunting is not going to be yeah. the cold water on the situation. Grunting is not the way to go. Hey, yeah. stop doing that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like, or not even to stop doing that. Just from the stall, this old man hears, uh. <laughs> It only made him masturbate faster. Yeah, I'm sure it did. <laughs> then I took my shirt off to make him really know what was going on. Hey, buddy. Uh. <laughs> I started rubbing my nipples at him. <laughs> this wiseacre is going to learn a lesson. Uh, as I was about to scream at the guy, someone else walked in the bathroom, which startled him, and he quickly rushed out. Relieved, I exited the stall, washed my hands, and left the bathroom. Wash everything. <laughs> Take a shower in there. Oh, wait. I don't know what's out. I don't know. That, that dude be might have been doing it next. Dude, that guy probably was doing it in the sinks. Yep. Yeah, that's true. He's rubbing his thing on all over there. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet trail off. <laughs> Apparently, this guy trailed off, too. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he left a trail. Oh, uh, no. while crossing the lobby, I saw the old fuckwad staring me down <laughs> while he's in line in the concession stand. Oh, he's getting snacks. <laughs> worked up on appetite. <laughs> I ran down the hallway to the appropriate theater and sat next to my my rest of the guys. And, and the movie was just starting and there was no way they'd let me speak during the middle of it. I just sat there the entire thing wanting to tell everyone what happened. Also keeping an eye at the door, wondering if. If everyone who came in or out was the jerk. <laughs> After we got out into the parking lot, I finally was able to tell him what happened. And the rest of the tour, everyone joked if I needed an escort to the bathroom. And the sound of windbreaker fabric gives me the chills to this day. You guys are all great. Thanks. for Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, I would just, if I was in that van, I'd be like, Ugh! if I'm making fun <laughs> of somebody, it's the grunt. 
Yeah. Here's here's another one. Uh, leave the gym rat, take the cannolis. Ooh, something to do with the Godfather, hopefully. Uh, dear WHM super team. Ooh, uh, so well, I don't know about all that. Uh, Chris Cabot's not here, so we're not a super team. Uh, yeah, we're kind of the adequate team. <laughs> with a B squad. Uh, just... B movie squad. <laughs> right, guys? I mean, there's definitely a podcast called B movie squad, and if there's not... Hi, welcome to another episode of the B movie squad. I'm Derek. This is Kevin. And that's Ted. This is where we talk only about the movie B-Movie. Over and over again. (laughs) Don't you guys love Jerry Seinfeld? It's amazing that he was able to infuse his observational style humor into his CGI-related movie about bees. And doesn't he look like a bee? (laughs) He kind of does look like a bee. I just see him floating around, and I love it. Uh, we have been, uh, we've also tried to get Jerry Seinfeld on this show numerous times and he will not answer. But don't worry, listeners, I'll keep shaming him on social media until it comes through. I tweet him every day. (laughs) Tweet, ironically, not a sound a bee makes. (laughs) Well, that's another episode of the Bee Movie Podcast. Thanks for listening, hive mind. Bravo. I think that I might start that part. Also, <laughs> the movie B-Movie is a stay tuned. Oh, it sure is. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, dear WHM Super Team. Read on, Kevin. <laughs> we, just like you guys, there are certain things about going to the movies that set me off. For example, I have a group of friends that I like to go to the movies with, and it irritates me when somebody says the words, words do you mind if I bring a friend? That This has never gone well. Yes. I kind of don't like that, yeah. It's tough. I don't like being in a situation where i got to meet somebody. Like, a movie's a different... Like, I guess, here's the thing. It's a double-edged sword. A movie's good because you don't have to talk to anybody. Correct. Right. But then there's that after thing, and, like, especially if it's a movie that, like, y- your friend group would like specifically, and then, then it turns just, in, It's an right, awkward it's, thing. It's awkward, and then you're like, oh, I guess, like, oh, should... I guess, are we all going out to coffee or, or to a bar? Like, the what, post-screening what's going screening on? thing is always difficult. Not for nothing, man. I'm over 30. I don't need to meet any more people. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm over 30. I don't even need to see friends. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the movie by myself. That's why you didn't come to my birthday party. That's another supplemental on the B-Movie podcast. <laughs> you also forgot to RSBP. <laughs> <laughs> by the Yikes. way, it's BYOB. <laughs> Oh, wow. B-movie on Blu-ray. You shouldn't have. (laughs) And when I say BYOB, I mean, don't bring booze. Bring a (laughs) B. We like to compare bees. Oh, that's a yellow jacket, Kevin. Honey of the Month Club, Derek, you should have. (laughs) Can you believe that son of a bitch brought a wasp? (laughs) It's off the podcast. (laughs) That's it. You're, you've been demoted to worker bee. That means you have to do all the uploading and all, read all the emails. <laughs> You're a drone now, Kevin. <laughs> what do you think about them apples, Kevin? I'm queen. <laughs> all right, let's continue. Uh, well, this one time, my friends and I were going to see a reissue of... <laughs> What are you laughing about? So I'm just thinking about this fake podcast <laughs> and these fake people that make this fake podcast. 
Uh, well, this one time my friends and I were going to see a B issue. No, it's a reissue. Oh. A reissue of Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather. By oh, the way, you sick. don't need to credit Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> I'll just save you the trouble. Save me the ink. We know who directed The Godfather. <laughs> the man has been duly credited. Um, uh, which was an exciting event uh, due to the fact that I had never seen the film in the theater, which is always fun. I saw I saw a part two in the theater. That was amazing. I never saw the first in the theater. The, I mean, those the two restorations they did. I will credit the guy who worked on those, Robert Harris. Um, oh, cool. Quick story. When they were doing color testing and stuff for the prints and everything, we got to run a bunch of those reels where I work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was there with, like, you know, amazing film preservation people. Like, you know, running reels of Godfather and Godfather 2 is fucking a stupendous experience. And the dude's restored, like, a bunch of films over the years. Cool. Um, Robert Robert Harris, great guy. I heard it got good buzz. <laughs> <laughs> the reissue got good buzz. Next week on the show, we're talking about Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather. No, I'm kidding. It's B-movie. <laughs> Sorry. No, it'll only be B-movie. We're doing B-movie minute by minute. <laughs> no. Not even minute by no. I think they, they specifically no no. They do the they just do the same one every time. Same thing. It's man. all it's wow. all however you want to do it, right. man. Yeah, oh, B, wow. B movie. Think B, about it. The <laughs> B movie squad. Oh God, what is going on? Uh, uh, two days before the event, my friend Allison calls me and asks if she could bring her cousin. Oh, fucking goddamn it, Allison! With clenched teeth, I respond, sure, why not? The more, the merrier. Absolutely not true. Also, anytime anyone tells you over the phone, the more, the merrier, they're being disingenuous. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's code for please leave me alone. Uh, she apparently missed my attempt to sound irritated and said, great, I'll bring him along. On Saturday afternoon, I met my friends in front of the theater, including Allison and her, brother, her, her cousin, whose name is Gary. Uh, not to engage in any stereotype, but the moments I laid Gary on uh, eyes on Gary, I knew what I was in for. Gary had the physique that resembles the Incredible Hulk. Wow, uh, he's bald, uh, stands about five foot two. He shook my hand with a grip that must have been functional enough to stop a runaway car, and he, a, as if he grabbed the bumper. His first words to me were not at all surprising. Sup, bro? Ooh, I gave Gary a chance after all. Looks By the good. way, 5'2 and the Hulk, huh? Little Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're more describing uh, pro wrestling's Taz. <laughs> Maybe, oh, my God. Well, I don't know if Taz's real name is Gary. Oh, man, if be. it was Gary. Gary Tazanian. Well, no, what I'm saying is she might have seen this movie with the, with the, with the Taz. Unless he died. No, I believe Taz is still alive. He oh, got, don't, it, don't worry. We'll get 50 tweets letting us know which is which. <laughs> Also, stop making fun of my podcast on the air. You're going to get stung. <laughs> we'll have our fans swarm you. <laughs> uh, all right. What's we're, like, we're not on Twitter. We're on Google Buzz. <laughs> Remember that? We're the last remaining people on Google Buzz. They That's right. T- we rule Google Buzz. <laughs> they tried to make it plus, but Kevin figured a way around that. <laughs> He's got a sweet mod that makes it buzz still. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, his, uh, uh, gave Gary a chance after all looks could be conce- uh, deceiving, uh, yet my patience with Gary extended, uh, extended to the moment when he opened his mouth. Gary, you might have guessed, is a gym rat. He talks about the gym when he's not talking about the gym. He treats uh, his immediate surroundings like a gym. 
We had an hour wait before the movie, so we wa- uh, we had to watch Gary using various implements such as counters, video game equ- machines, like exercise equipment. Man, is that annoying! Wow, that sucks. I, I when I saw uh, Zodiac in theaters, there were some dudes doing some dips, uh, like in the, like they got bored with the movie because like. Zodiac was kind of a misleading movie. Everyone thought it was going to be seven, or everybody thought it was going to be like a serial killer movie. Yeah, that's bad trailers. Um, so people, a, it turned out to be a really good movie. Quite, yeah. a, quite an excellent movie. It yeah. was an opening Friday kind of a thing, and like yep. these dudes were like doing dips and hilariously yelled out, "Man, I should have just seen Norbit." <laughs> <laughs> By the way, side note: Ted Cruz is uh, the Zodiac killer. <laughs> oh, oh, right! Yeah. Oh, right! I can't wait for the John Carroll Lynch movie about Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, when Man, by the way, see the film The Invitation with John Carroll Lynch. He is one of this country's finest actors. He's great. He is amazing in that movie. Uh, when Gary started to talk, my patience went out the window. I admit, I'm a rather doughy fellow. Sure. Uh, who isn't? Uh, I admit to having... Oh, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I admit to having a torrid threesome with little Debbie and Mrs. Field, and I don't apologize for it. <laughs> Good for you, man. Uh, I'm a couch potato. These are things that Gary saw as a challenge. Uh, as I sat in the lobby, Gary started to recruit me to his gym, to his weightlifting regiment. Oh, yeah, oh I've my been God. In, don't do me any fucking favors, man. No. You want to this... make a public spectacle of yourself being an <laughs> ass by, by doing fake push-ups on a fucking Mortal Kombat 2 video game or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's your business. Don't, loot, don't make other people join you. I've been, it's taken me a while to create this body, and I'm proud of it. Also, I'm willing to wait an hour to see a movie that came out 40 years ago. You do the fucking math. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, uh, showing off his physique and mi- while making comments about my burger belly. Oh, that's just Looks like you got a burger belly there, bro. <laughs> uh, as he explained the importance of, uh, of a cardio workout, you can imagine that the light went out in my eyes. I simply sat there while maintaining a slew of not interested... Uh, I figured that the only thing that would truly shut up Gary up would be the movie. I was wrong. Oh, Dead man. wrong. As the movie opened, I realized that Gary is the paragon of everything I hate about going to the movies, from his cell phone to his feet to his mouth. The theater was pretty crowded, which meant uh, I had to sit with Gary's overdeveloped arms on this one side of me and a portly gentleman on the other. Uh, oh, did Gary break up a fat guy party? That's a bummer. I think that's what happened. Yeah, yeah you know, like we when we have our fat guy parties, no toughs allowed. And also, also, <laughs> if you're the outsider coming to this group, know your audience, read the room, yeah, and you know your 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 in this instance the ma- best person there. Mach- his machismo <laughs> is not going to go over well. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, because he's the best person there. Uh, is he? So that's the way he's thinking of it. He's like, right. look at all these fucking sweat but hogs. Even if you are the best, if you think you're the best person there, don't announce it. You're just, just being just a jerk. Work out in the lobby quietly. <laughs> Squeezed between these individuals, I got no arm rest, which meant my soda had to be on the floor between my feet. Oh, I hate man. that. Yeah, that's that. a tough one. That's uh, a long mo- movie to be sitting that way, too. Uh, figuring that the movie would be the biscuit that would finally be shoved in Gary's mouth. Uh, the commentary started almost as soon as the movie did. In spotting Clemenza, the rotund general in Corleone's army, uh, Gary began a long and aggravated commentary that included a scenario of how he would work on Clemenza's weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> 
That guy's been dead for 40 years, dude. Like, leave That's him why like... he's not in part two. He fucking died. <laughs> That's like, the, you're not even being a theater comedian. What are you even doing? You're just, he's, you're borderline crazy. He's apparently this yelling this out. Hey, Clemenza. How about cutting back on the cannolis? Well, how would you next fix Dom DeLuise's li- weight problem? <laughs> He's also dead. I had a fantasy of my own uh, of Clemenza driving Gary out to the edge of town and putting a bullet in the back of his big fat head. <laughs> During the scene in which uh, Clemenza gives Michael an impromptu lesson on how to make spaghetti sauce, Gary crosses arms and said, no, 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 no way, bro. Never going to get healthy like that. <laughs> What are you even talking God, about? God, Gary, shut the flying fuck up. He's with the next five minutes. Give me a healthier alternative, a disgusting recipe that included, I think, grape juice, wheat germ, and sawdust. I don't know. I wasn't really listening. <laughs> well, because you're trying to watch one of the greatest movies ever made. As the movie went on, Gary became bored with... With that, out came the cell phone. This Bored caused, with the Godfather. Now, now I'm pissed. This uh, <laughs> caused the gentleman behind us to lean forward. Man, this is trouble. When you're, and this, thankfully, this has never yeah. happened to me. But if you're like you're responsible for this person because they're in your group, you're now, in the group, and now it's like, oh, those people were using those cell phones. Yep, uh, those people. You're were looped talking. in with Gary, and it's impossible to break that once it happens. Uh, you're fucking blacklisted in the theater now. This caused the gentleman behind us to lean forward and politely ask, sir. Could you please turn off your cell phone? With that, Gary jumped up, turned, his, turned around and said, You want to pay my fucking cell phone bill? <laughs> no, you I want you to get off yours, you fucking idiot. You pay for this phone and I'll turn the fucker off. Keep talking and I'll turn you off. Wow. And it's not like this is I, Frankenstein. This is the Godfather re-release. Like, yeah. People want to watch this movie. People totally. know this movie. These are cinephiles in the audience, everybody. I saw London has fallen. I didn't give a fuck that people had the cell phones out. No, it's fine. It doesn't matter, but the Godfather matters, Gary. Also, someone doesn't have to pay your phone bill for you to be a human being. <laughs> just, just throw that out there. Uh, personally, I was glad for the moment because uh, it meant that I had time to breathe after being seated between the fat guy next to me for the la- him and the fat guy next to me for the last half hour. <laughs> At some point, uh, at at some point, I believe just before Sonny beats the shit out of his brother-in-law Carlo, best seat of the movie. Oh or, yeah, or, it's hard to say that, but it's one of the best. It's a great one. Uh, Gary became very animated in his seat. He launched into a specific fit, and at, at first, I mistook for an epileptic seizure. Looking at his, his phone, he said, "What the fuck?" And he jumped out uh, <laughs> of the seat and out of the auditorium and did not return. Oh, that's that's nice. Allison soon followed, but I remained in my seat for the rest of the movie. Goddamn right. Uh, when the movie uh, ended, I walked out and saw Allison sa- uh, standing on the sidewalk outside. When I joined her, she pointed at Gary, who was a few feet away, talking to someone on his phone. At the sight of this very short, very muscular man pacing back and forth, vigorously barking at someone on the phone was qu- quite a sight. Uh, I asked Allison what was going on, and she told me that Gary's girlfriend had broken up with him via text. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, you dickhead. Shitty thing to do, I thought. But then again, I've met Gary, so I kind of get it. <laughs> uh, when he was finished, his cell phone call, Gary did the thing that most rational people would do. He smashed it against a brick wall. <laughs> well, I bet that that dude in the theater's happy he didn't offer to fit the bill for Gary. <laughs> yeah, right. 
He took across the parking lot, and Allison asked, where, where are you going? Gary angrily yelled over his shoulder, I'm going to the gym, because where the fuck else would I be going? <laughs> oh, that's the saddest thing I've heard. This is like, dude, take it down a notch. Like, uh, with oh. that, he got into his Ford 150, F-150 pickup. Nice. And as he drove... Um, Gary's doing all right for himself. <laughs> and as he drove by us with the stereo blasting Night Ranger's sister Christian... No way! He disappeared around the corner and out of my this life. This is like a legend. Because <laughs> he lives on now, <laughs> only email... in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Was this email written from Todd Phillips? Uh, <laughs> love the show. Keep the good work. Uh, sincerely, J.D. That is funny. Well, thank uh, you, J.D. I loved you in Scrubs. Uh, the, <laughs> that reminds me, for no good reason, of this one time. is a really short story. I was walking down the street, and I saw this homeless guy on, on, a, on a payphone. And he was screaming at it. And like he was like, well, what do you mean that didn't happen? How could that ha- not happen? We're on a deadline. And he's talking about this business stuff. He's like, I did that three days ago, not today. And I'm like, man, this guy, I guess this guy is like on the up because he's clearly homeless. <laughs> and then like as I tur- walked around the phone booth, I noticed he was just pissing the whole time. <laughs> so he was just sort of like. But that was the business. Was well, I think that that was the cover. It's like, oh, look, I'm, I'm just one of you guys. It's an <laughs> ultimate fake phone call. <laughs> yes. I'm just, well, I'm just like a businessman like you. No one's going to see him pissing. <laughs> Distracted by my business making. Oh, man. That's, that's fucking funny. <laughs> I don't care who you are. That's funny. <laughs> I don't. I mean, this has nothing to do with that. It's inspired by what you just said. Sure, why not? Which was, you know, we recently moved, uh, you know, like late last year to a new neighborhood and whatnot. And like one of the first days, you know, you're in a new neighborhood and you're trying to like get the grounds of, of you know, what's going on out on the streets in, in your neighborhood. And uh-huh. I, I walk out of the building, take a left to go to this uh, coffee shop we started to fancy a few days before and i see this gentleman just kind of standing in between these two cars and now the subway entrance is just immediately across the street right so i'm thinking like maybe this dude's just like waiting you know for some cars to go by and he's gonna cross the street go in the subway well then doesn't this gentleman like just start like shifting a little bit as like other people were walking by and i'm like well that's kind of strange that's not a move you would make if you're looking to cross the street and then sure enough, as this dude like turns back after these two women walk by, here's this guy's huge penis, and he's just <laughs> urinating in the street, just right outside my building. On these cars or like around them, I guess? Like there was you're getting it on some of the cars. Oh, like he's trying no. to be in between these two cars yeah, for cover. Cause also it was the middle of the day. <laughs> Visit New York, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, dude. It was a real only in New York <laughs> kind of moment. Oh, gross. Oh, only. yeah. Is that it? Is the mailbag empty? Yeah, we're, we're, it's, we've, it's, emptied the, we've emptied the mailbag. It's dry for now. <laughs> well, it's going to get beefed back up for <laughs> next month's episode, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's the WHM mailbag, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. As always, for more We Hate Movies, visit whmpodcast.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Chupin. Steven Zadak. Eric Siska. Take it easy.